Welcome to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Good afternoon to you. Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, who's been in the triangle for over 17 years as head of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. Dr. Mann, how are you doing? Doing great. Glad to be here. Excellent. Excellent. Love to hear that. On this hot summer day. Man, it's been uh, a a tough run here of heat, but, um, you know. It's to be expected in North Carolina, right? It is. It is. (laughs) There's there's not too much you can do about it, so you might as well just endure it. And uh, I'm I'm glad that everyone's joining us today. And we've got a a fun show lined up because we were going to answer some questions from the listeners, Dr. Man. Yeah, that's always a fun fun thing because everybody has different questions about dentistry. And, you know, we, we talk... Uh, a lot about different subjects, but questions are always fun to answer. Yeah, so. yeah, and everyone has different experiences and different questions, and, and uh, there's some things that uh, you may think are, are common knowledge, but uh, you've got a chance to uh, ask the expert here, Dr. Mann, and you can do that by shooting him an email anytime. That's Dr. Mann, D-R-M-A-N-N, at smileman.com, Dr. Mann at Smileman. Dot com smile man also with two n's so let's let's go ahead and jump right in dr man i'm going to read off the the first question here it says dr man i am scared of the dentist and avoid them until i am in pain what can i do to ease my anxiety so that i can start visiting on a regular basis and get my mouth healthy thanks from sheila sheila what a great question um you know that's really common with people who are scared of the dentist. The unfortunate thing is they get even more scared because they wait until they're in pain. And then they associate the dentist with pain. But the dentist doesn't really have to be about pain. But for those patients who um, you know, are avoiding the dentist because of fear, um, we have a few things in our office. Um, and there's many, many things that people can be feared, fearful of in the dental office. Um, the needle. Uh, some people don't like the sound of the drill. Some people are, are scared that they're going to have pain in their tooth when you work on it. And then there's also the claustrophobic aspect. People don't like like you being in their face. Um, you know, one of the first things we try to do is is um, tell patients that hey, you know, we can we can solve any uh, anxiety that you have in, in our office. Um, we have that capability. We um, we tell patients that are that have light anxiety to start off with a little nitrous oxide or, or laughing gas, we call it. And that usually really takes the edge off of those um, people. But for people like Sheila who are just so scared, we offer IV sedation. And a lot of those IV, um, people under IV sedation, they can get a lot of work done, and it feels like they've only been there for a little bit of time. So someone like Sheila who's been avoiding the dentist, and they have a lot of work that needs to be done, and they want to get her, their mouth back healthy, that would probably be the best route to go the first time. But we tend to try to get people to trust us over a period of time so that we are able to work on their teeth. We're able to get them to come in on a regular basis without being sedated we'll, or graduate from IV sedation down to nitrous. Nitrous oxide is one of those things that you can drive home as soon as you're on oxygen for five minutes after it's administered. So um, it's a great thing to use on those people who have a little apprehension about coming back over and over and getting those and, and keeping those teeth healthy because uh you see this a lot as she mentioned um they get their their pain fixed and then they they, they don't show up for five six seven eight years and uh, the unfortunate thing is that deterioration just keeps occurring and occurring 
And so um, the other aspect of it is we also, if someone needs a little bit more other than nitrous, but they don't want to do IV sedation, we also can do um, what we call pill sedation. We can, uh, um, you know, these little pills called triazolam, very easy to take, and the patient gets very, very comfortable in a, in a light sedated um, uh, state, and it allows us to work on them without any anxiety. But those, those are the three things that we do in our office, and, um, you know, uh, we, we treat a lot of patients who haven't seen the dentist anywhere from, you know, 10, 20 years, believe it or not, because of fear. And it is a bad thing. It's usually calls back from a bad experience but uh we um we take pride in trying to ease their fears and to get them into a good habit of coming into the dentist because like she said sheila said you want to make sure you take care of your mouth and keep it healthy now is there a is there a common reaction for these folks who uh you know have have a big fear of the dentist have put it off for uh, obviously too long to the point where they're in pain and then they finally go see you dr man What's what's the reaction after that visit? Well, you know, the, the, I think it's relief because they're in such pain. Mm-hmm. So the pain that they're having is so bad that it, it trumps their their fear of coming right. to the dentist. So um, they come in and they um, you know, once the pain is is relieved, they are relieved. But then that thought of coming back to the dentist is associated with that pain. So um, they don't come back in general so it's it's a lot of counseling that we try to do to to get them in a state of mind to keep coming back and get keeping those teeth healthy because again if you avoid the dentist it gets very expensive and a lot of people who are scared of the dentist tend to have very large treatment plans because they've been avoiding the dentist so long which are expensive so that also can play a part the monetary side of it um, they don't come back in because they know it's very expensive as well but it's almost like a downhill cycle you know, if you don't spend the money, your teeth are deteriorating, and, and eventually you, you you will lose your teeth. Yeah, and we see that with a lot of people that are scared. Um, they just say, "Hey, pull it! I don't want to! I don't want to fix it!" Wow. So they're they're going down the path of what we call being a dentulous or having dentures. Yeah, man, pocketbook pain and and physical pain; those are two things that. You can avoid by visiting the dentist on a regular basis. Sheila, thank you so much for shooting us an email again. You can do that as well. Dr. Man at smileman.com. I want to get uh, the next question in here before we, we head to break, Dr. Man, and we may have to uh, get your answer on the other side here. But uh, we've got uh, an email from Rhonda, and she, uh, she, says, uh, she says here, My college-age son started drinking Mountain Dew at college this year. When he returned for summer break, I noticed white chalky areas on his front teeth. Should I be concerned? That is from Rhonda, and she emailed Dr. Man at drman at smileman.com. If you want to set up an appointment with Dr. Man, you can do so by calling 919-462-9338. That's 919-462-9338. And we're going to answer Rhonda's question right after this. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. And we're answering your emails today. You can uh, always send your questions to Dr. Mann at drman at smileman.com. Right before the break, I, I read a question from Rhonda and I'll reread it to you here, Dr. Mann. 
But it goes like this. My college-aged son started drinking Mountain Dew at college this year. When he returned for the summer break, I noticed white, chalky areas on his front teeth. Should I be concerned from Rhonda? Well, that's not an uncommon thing. Let me tell you, there's a lot of teenagers who, you know, uh, go to college and they, they pick up the habit of drinking soft drinks. And uh, one of the main reasons why is, you know, they're staying up study late. Uh, they want that caffeine. And they turn to soft drinks. Mountain Dew being probably the most popular because it has the highest caffeine and it has the highest sugar. And it, and for, quite frankly, it tastes good. Yeah. I mean, it, it does taste good. You and also don't have anyone telling you not to Exactly. Not to drink you don't it. have anybody telling you <laughs> not to. Your mom and your dad's not saying, hey, you can't have that. Um, so we do see it a lot. And yes, it is, it is a concern. Those white spots that she's seeing is basically decalcification of the teeth. So soft drinks in general have a high acid content. Um, and that acid content pulls minerals from the teeth, and it causes that chalkiness that she's seeing. It's causing uh, decalcification, which is the pre-step before decay. So it makes your teeth more susceptible to decay. And that's why people who drink soft drinks get a lot more decay, especially Mountain Dew. It has the highest acid content in sugar. Throw in the sugar with the bacteria in your mouth, and then, of course, the decay kicks in. Um, it's funny. We have had quite a few... Um, uh, patients that that have grown up in my practice that have gone off to college who didn't have a single cavity, and when they came in for that first visit um, after their that summer after their uh, senior year or excuse me their first freshman year, um, they had they had cavities and they were just devastated, you know, and that's all it took for them to stop uh, uh, drinking uh, soft drinks. But um, they're going to drink the soft drinks. I know my recommendation for for family members is to have that discussion before. They go to college, just like you know, you're you're discussing about alcohol and things like that. Soft drinks are really devastating, a to your teeth, and b they can create uh, type two diabetes um, because of the high sugar content. So uh, those are those are great conversations to have with your your child. But those lesions can be reversed um, if you stop drinking uh, the soft drinks. Um, you can get fluoride treatments at your dental office. And um, you can also get on a, a high fluoride toothpaste, and that will help reverse those white lesions. That's good to know because yeah. uh, I can imagine that you, you that might take you by surprise if you weren't expecting to see that. And you, you, as a, a just a, a normal patient, I, I guess you don't know what what's there permanently and what's not. Yeah, absolutely. And in college, you know as well as I do, we've been there. You know, we we might stay up late and never brush our teeth because we're staying up late. Uh, we eat eat late at night compared to what we had, are normally used to when we were uh, with our parents. So all those things contribute to an increased risk for decalcification slash uh, cavities, and that's why we see them. But mom does you know, have a right to be concerned, and, and yes, she should be concerned and just have uh, take, the, take the necessary steps by having that discussion. And, uh, again, when they get that age, it's kind of in their hands, but it is good to educate them. Yeah. Because yeah. it's expensive. Cavities are expensive. And so that's the approach I might take with my child. Hey, you know, you're, you're, you're setting yourself up for some expensive dental work if you keep this habit up. Yeah, you're almost on your own at that point. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the bills start meaning a little bit more when you're the one uh, having to Say, pay oh, them you off. know that beer money? I mean, uh, that uh, food <laughs> money that, you're, that I was going to send every month is going to be going to your... Uh, <laughs> that's right going to be going to some treatment Dental there. Treatment. To, exactly. <laughs> All right, Rhonda, thank you so much for sending in your question uh, to drman at smileman.com. We've got another one here, and this is from Tony R. And Tony asks, if I brush two times a day for two minutes each time with my electric toothbrush, is it really necessary to floss? That's from Oof. Tony. 
Tony, first of all, I applaud him for he's using an electric toothbrush. You know, electric toothbrush cleans your teeth about 10 times better, especially the Sonicare, the Oil-B. They're very good at cleaning your teeth compared to a manual toothbrush, so that's great. The thing about toothbrush, whether it's manual and or electric, is it's not getting in between your teeth, okay? Um, food and bacteria get in between the contacts of your teeth, and they also get up on your gum bacteria as well. The basic thing that floss does and or water pick, I also like to include water pick because one or the other um, I would do on a daily basis is it goes in and gets the food out between your teeth. But more importantly, it stirs up the bacteria up under your gum line. Okay. Um, the bacteria that causes periodontal disease, which we've talked about on shows before, um, occurs because it stays there and it changes form. Okay. And that form change is what creates periodontal disease. It it forms into a bad bacteria that starts breaking down the tissue and the bone around your teeth. When you floss, you keep that bacteria stirred up, and you keep the 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 um, the tissues tight by doing that, and that keeps pockets from forming, which creates more food traps, more bacteria. So yes, even though you do brush with electric toothbrush, which I applaud, I still highly recommend either to floss and or water pick at least once a day. So yeah, that, and that's that's good yeah. advice because as you said, the electric toothbrush just can't reach everywhere. No, and you, you know, it's kind of it like I always job. told me, you know, after you eat a steak or, or a real chewy pork chop or something, you got mm-hmm. you got that that meat stuck in your teeth. No matter you know if you have tight contacts or whatever, you're going to get that in there. The only way to get that out is to floss. Well, you can think about you know all the other food that you don't fill and all the bacteria between. You're removing that and cleaning that out um, as you floss. So or water pick. So um, I kind of like to put it like that because everybody can relate to meat between their teeth. Right? Yeah, yeah. Every everyone's <laughs> been there. And Tony, thank you so much for your question. I hope that answers it for you. Yes, you you do got to floss if you do want to uh, floss only those teeth you want to keep. That's right. <laughs> that's good advice. If you don't care about keeping the teeth, yeah. Tony, you don't you don't have to floss. All right, let's get to the next question from Jim, Doctor Man. I just had a root canal on my back molar, and now my dentist says I have to have a crown. Is this standard procedure? What a great question. Um, root canal basically occurs when, of course, we've talked about this before, but um, your your the nerve in the center of your tooth becomes infected, and a root canal is basically cleaning out that nerve and sealing off the center of the tooth. On the back teeth, which take the majority of our force when we're chewing, um, when we go in and do a root canal, we weaken weaken the sides of the tooth. Okay, um, which means when you crunch down on your food, if you don't uh, have something to make it stronger, you're going to break that tooth in half after a root canal. So yes, you do. It is highly recommended that you do get a crown on a tooth that's had a root canal in the back. Okay. If you have a root canal in the front, you don't necessarily have to have a root canal. Okay. Because most access to do a root canal in the front is very small. And so your tooth is still strong. You still have those walls to help you chew. So if you do have a root canal in the back, it is standard protocol and procedure to put a crown on it after that. And so just know going in that if you get that root canal, okay, and you don't, you spend the money to get the root canal and you don't get that crown and you break that tooth, you could have paid for a root canal and then you'd have to extract that tooth. Yeah, that's not good. And that's not good. No. So I always try to discuss with my patients that it is very important knowing going in, if you're going to go through with that root canal, within a short period of time after the root canal, get that crown on those back teeth. 
Jim, thank you so much for sending your email to drman at smileman.com, drman at smileman.com. If you've got a question that you would like Dr. Man to answer, that's the email address to use. You can shoot him a question anytime. You can also set up an appointment by calling the office 919-462-9338, 919-462-9338. Back with more of your questions and answers from Dr. Mann in just a bit. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. News Radio 680 WPTF. This is Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann. Jason calling here alongside Dr. Mann. We are answering your emails, questions that you've sent in to Man at smileman.com. Man at smileman.com. If you want to shoot over a question to Dr. Mann, we'll answer them here on the air just like Melanie S. did. And Dr. Mann, Melanie has this question that I'm sure a lot of people might have asked before at one time or maybe thinking uh, with this program, but why is dentistry and dental treatment so expensive? Very fair question, yeah. Uh, dental, dental treatment is expensive. Um, yeah, and one of the things I always uh, say is it, it, it doesn't have to be expensive if you take care of your teeth from an early age. So I, I always tell parents to try to get their children in the habit of taking care of their teeth early on because if you don't have cavities, um, the chances of you needing any expensive work is, is, is pretty slim. Yes, you have to get your teeth clean on a regular basis. Um, but, you know, crowns, root canals, um, even extraction and implants are, are very expensive. Um, a lot of that has to do with, uh, you know, from sterilization to the supplies we use to health and uh, to the uh, uh, malpractice insurance uh, f- from A to B, uh, you know, the cost just keeps going up and up. The regulations that are placed upon us in the industry. Um, but I always I always tell people to look at it like this. Um, especially people who avoid going to the dentist because they think it's expensive. Um, if you didn't change the oil in your car for six years, um, do you think that car would be working for you in six years? Probably not. You'd probably blow the motor up, and it would cost you five to $6,000 to replace that motor. Um, you have to replace the tires on a regular basis. Um, you have to replace the brakes on a regular basis. Things like that, the oil. So... Um, Dentistry and your teeth are much the same. Think about it. You drive to and from work. On average, use your car twice a day. You're using your teeth three, four, five, six times a day sometimes to eat. Okay, so um, you're putting pressure on them. You're giving them those mileage. So you have to come in and give them tune-ups, and you do have to spend money on your teeth on a regular basis to keep them healthy. If you keep them healthy, you keep the oil changed on a regular basis, the chances of you needing expensive uh, dental work goes down. But um, there are ways to help offset expensive dental treatment. Um, of course, dental insurance being one, um, dental insurance in general doesn't cover everything, but it, it does help. And then we also in my office have, have, um, have uh, payment uh, arrangements um, so that people can spread out that, that, that expensive treatment if they need it over a period of time. But I do agree with her. It is expensive, but it is necessary because we have to have our teeth to eat and keep our uh, being able to chew healthy foods and keep 
keep us alive, basically. Yeah, and as you said, it doesn't have to be expensive as, no. as long as you're coming in regularly that's and, right. and listening to the the advice. Because man, uh, that's as you said, that's that's a good way to um, get into the more expensive treatments by not yep. doing what you need and to do. and staying away from soft drinks. Yep. As we mentioned earlier, I mean, staying away from sugar and soft drinks will will go. I mean, it'll save you so much money. I can't tell you how much money I've seen parents spend on uh, 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 students that come home and or students that get in a habit of chronic soft drink uh, and, and they don't give it up. Yep. And uh, every time they come in, they have a new cavity. And eventually you can't fill a cavity in a tooth. There's no more tooth to fill. Then you have to start putting crowns and then root canals. So um, limiting sugar and soft drinks will go a long way in keeping the price of dentistry down in a person's lifetime. That's great advice and a great email from Melanie. Thank you so much for sending that in. All right, last question here. Uh, this comes from Leslie. I hate my smile. My teeth are crooked and discolored. What do I do? Well, that's a good question. You know, there's a lot of people who don't like their smile, and we love people to smile because, you know, that's what shows their personality. And I think most people in general uh, love to smile. In fact, they say it takes, uh, you know, less muscles to smile than it does to frown. Mm -hmm. So, and, you know, people's perception of you is, is, is related to the smile. But one of the things that she should really think about is coming in for a consult. Um, one of the best ways to f to know what to do is to get options there are many options from veneers to adult orthodontics short-term orthodontics we can straighten teeth that are crooked in six months now um, if someone has discolored teeth we can do veneers whether they're porcelain we can al also do bonding with uh, composite which is cheaper than porcelain veneers um, so there's simple as just whitening your teeth can, can make someone feel better about their smile. So there's a lot of options out there. So I would encourage her to um, to come in for a consult because there's a lot of different things that can be done, especially if she's not confident in her, in her smile because I've seen people even change the way they smile because they don't like the way their teeth look. And I've done work on those people, and it's amazing because before when they smiled, you never saw their teeth. And then after we did the work, teeth, you know, they smiled and you, you saw every tooth in their mouth. And so it's, it's fun to work on patients like her that are not happy with their smile. Yeah. And that's got to yeah. be rewarding because you, you think of smiling as just this reflex. And if you're enjoying something and you want to smile, but you're self-conscious about it, that, that ruins what you're experiencing. Absolutely. From pictures, you know, you know, family photographs to wedding photographs to things like that, you know, you, you don't have confidence in your smile, then uh, you, you, you're not going to give that appearance and, and, and people's perception of you is, hey, that might not be a friendly person because they don't smile a lot, but they might not be confident in their smile. So it doesn't have to be that way. And, you know, it doesn't have to be expensive. There's a lot of inexpensive op options out there to get your smile pr you know, pretty and so that, so that the person's confident in it. Leslie, I hope uh, you're able to follow up with Dr. Mann. I, I know he could do a great job for you. You can do that by emailing Dr. Mann if you have a question that you want to send him, Mann at smileman.com. You can also set up an appointment in the office at 919-462-9338. That's 919-462-9338. Dr. Mann has two offices in the area, one in Cary at 315 East Chatham Street, the other in Garner off of Highway 70. Those are both two great offices for you to set up an appointment and uh, and find yourself a great dentist. And Dr. Mann, we are uh, just about out of time for today, but what's on tap for next week? We're going to talk about those uh, people who 
you know, have dentures who didn't take care of their teeth. They have dentures or they had some other accidents and uh, they become loose. And uh, we're going we're gonna to talk a little about how they can become more confident and uh, comfortable with chewing with dentures. Excellent. Excellent. That's a, that's one that I'm looking forward to because I know a lot of people have to deal with that and it, it can be frustrating. Absolutely. Uh, yes. Big time if you're dealing with a situation like that. want to remind everyone, if you want to view past episodes of Teeth Talk, you can go to WPTF.com and head over to the Teeth Talk section. And if you want more information about Dr. Mann, head over to SmileMan.com. SmileMan.com. That's man with two N's. Dr. Mann, that's a great way for folks to find more information about you. Yes, they can go to the website small man or dr man at smallman.com they can send me an email and uh remember there's no question that's too dumb about dentistry so send it over we also do free consults in our office and uh they can call our office and, and set up a free consult excellent excellent and yes you're right there is there is no dumb question i'm i'm proof of that because i ask <laughs> plenty of those every sunday afternoon no. from 4 30 to 5 here on teeth talk dr man thank you so much absolutely uh, i hope you have a, a wonderful afternoon and everyone listening thank you so much for, for listening as well we are just about out of time please catch us again every sunday at 4 30 here on news radio 680 wptf it's teeth talk with dr charles ashley man have a great day